0: Now on All Our FM, a report from our community newsroom. Rapport Speciale, Anna Schleiter. We are here with Oliver King. Oliver, you just. Uh, finish the show how do you feel? I feel pretty tired to be honest it's uh, a very exhausting show particularly as there's only two of us in it and as you saw it's a very emotional journey that we have to go through on stage so at the end of every performance you feel a big <laughs> sigh of Sort of relief and excitement. But How many tired. times did you perform? We've been doing it now for three weeks, so we are on for another two weeks. Although we might transfer, that's still up in the air. You are playing Victor. Yes. And
1: do you think that Victor is a man of principles or cowards?
0: I think he is a man of principles. I don't really think that he is a coward. I think it's very easy to call him a coward uh, from what? our standpoint today. Mm-hmm. What you have to realise is that Victor is living in Russia in the uh, late 1940s and then obviously the play sees a journey through the 1940s, 1950s, 1960s and he is living in a totalitarian state. It's very easy for us to look back at that now from our very comfortable lives here in the UK where we have freedom to say what we want and do what we want Um, And I think he's a man who's faced with a very very difficult dilemma. He is in love with a foreigner um, and the Soviet state made it very very difficult for people uh, to marry foreigners. In fact it was forbidden which is part of the point of the play. Um, But you couldn't argue with the state, and that was something that, as as I said, it's very easy for us to forget, that to contradict the state, to stand up to the bureaucracy of it, was almost impossible, and certainly not something that you could really do unless you wanted to end up in a gulag or have your family taken away.
2: And do you think that play has a universal message?
0: I think it does have a universal message. I think it's got a very relevant message, which is that love can often be very very complicated it's a story which I hope resonates with people and audiences who come to see it that you know in reality love however powerful it might be sometimes just can't work out and I think that's the message that the play very effectively gets across that where do we choose happiness true happiness or do we follow the path of practicality and go down the business working route and so in that sense I think it's a very real story that certainly can affect a lot of people who come and see it Is it, is it- First, um, play of the production. It's the first production uh, of Belka Productions, which is a new company, and the focus of the company is to stage unknown in this country adaptations and productions of Eastern European and Russian texts.
2: And why did
0: you choose a Warsaw Melody? Um, a Warsaw Melody was chosen by the artistic director of the company, Aliek Mirochnikov, mm-hmm. um, and he chose the play partly because it's a very, very popular Uh, Play in Russia and indeed in Eastern Europe. I mean, I think at the moment there's another production going on in Latvia um, and one other in Russia that I know of. Um, Are you
2: focusing actually on um, Eastern European audience? Or is it it
0: just... No, the uh, the audience that the company wants to focus on is everyone. I mean, it's Russia and Eastern Europe is really the home of modern drama with Chekhov and Stanislavski and all of these people in Russia and there's a huge canon of Russian literature that is unknown to audiences here in the UK. Uh, so that's the aim of the company is to bring these plays which as English audiences we don't really know about and we've never seen um, to the UK.
2: We are he- here with Emily Tucker. You play. Helena Modlowska. For me, it was just wonderful. Mm. How did you manage to, uh, to fake Polish accents? Ah, here we go. <laughs> no, um, the assistant director, Sophia, is half Polish. Mm-hmm. So I basically just followed her around for five weeks, imitating and listening. And actually, it was easier to sing in Polish than it was to do the accent in English because I had the recordings of the song, so I could just listen and imitate and play it to myself again and again. Whereas with the script, there's so many words you know um, and she keeps me on my toes because she's here every night so sometimes I slip into Russian so I have to be careful but um, yeah it's quite <laughs> Did fun Did you enjoy it? Oh absolutely love doing this part and you know something that I've really sort of found I think for an actor every time you do a new project you do something different you know and for this one it was sort of I've discovered my love of Polish in a way. Have you been in Poland? No, I've never been to Poland, and I've I've never I don't understand anything. Or well, now I understand a few words, and it's such a beautiful language. The way it sounds for me is so romantic in a way that I've never really known before. So. I was I was really amazed how you sang as well. Did you did you? Yeah. Do you understand what you were singing yeah. about? Yeah. yeah, We went through we went through line by line, literally, sort of, and it took it, you know, sort of frustrations and all the rest of it. But once we got there, I think it's really important that I do know what I'm singing because the the context of the songs is so important, you know. And it's just sort of saying, you know, I've forgotten your eyes, I've forgotten your lips, and and everything's lost. And and then earlier on, actually, the interesting things when I sing the lullaby, every single Polish person that's come has been like, Oh my gosh, my mother used to sing me that when I was little. Yeah, <laughs> very, very famous. <laughs> it's yeah. And I, it's yeah, famous. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love I love it. And it just sounds I think the sounds of the words in Polish make a lot of sense. I think if you listen to it with sort of like a musical ear in a way. Um then yeah, then it can make sense to you and I really enjoyed it, yeah.
1: The, the question which I asked uh, Oliver mm. about uh, Victor, yeah. I was quite disappointed with his attitude. I was to <laughs> say, yeah, that he like he really gave up to fight for, it, for this love. Yeah,
2: I think in a way when we were in rehearsals, I, th- I just sort of thought like, oh God, how annoying. Like, come on, fight for her. Cause you know, <laughs> like, especially in the second half, she throws everything down and says, let's do this. But I think it's interesting That he doesn't because they sort of represent the two sides of things and and even though she tries to fight for it he does in his own way he's just sort of in the first half he covers it up and goes oh no um it'll be it'll be fine it'll be fine even though he knows it won't be and then we sort of switch in the second half you know and I think it's interesting to explore a kind of love that is heartbreaking and constrained by real life and not the sort of typical Hollywood romance and in, in that sort of way it isn't like Romeo and Juliet because they he doesn't fight for her but yeah I find that incredibly infuriating but it's good I use it for my character so it's fine <laughs> and yeah. what is Emily what is your newest plan for, for the future gosh um, I don't I know at the moment question, but, uh, have you worked uh, together before no we have I've I've worked with Oleg before the director Egg, um In he directed me in Drama Centre that was my drama school where I went um, quite a few times and I've done a couple of Russian plays with him before and I seem to be cast a lot of Eastern Europeans at the moment and I just finished a show um, a film called The Seasoning House um, which is sort of like a horror film and we played Serbian girls in this house and la 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 but um Yeah, this is sort of one of the many collaborations with Oleg, but I hope to work with Welker in the future, definitely. I think they're doing something really important and something new, bringing Eastern European works to London because you just don't find it anywhere and it's exposed me to a whole nother culture which is always important I think
1: so does it mean that
2: we will see you in Warsaw next time? I hope so <laughs> I hope so you know I've been asked so many times have you been to Poland have you been to Russia and I've never been and that's actually the next place on my list now I really hope we can maybe take a play there or take this there who knows yeah,
1: what, what sort of message we, would
2: you send to our listeners? I think what I've learned from from doing this play is okay, it might sound soppy about love, you know, I think that it is complicated and it can be heartbreaking but it's worth it, you know and I think from everything sort of going through this every night and everything that they, they go through and do they fight for each other and, and don't they, I think the most important thing is that it's worth it that was Emily talking just after the show.
0: Sofia Um she's the assistant director in uh, Warsaw Melody uh, Belka production. We had lots of re- review in the press uh, in regards to Warsaw Melody, but s- some of them, they are very critical.
1: Oh, maybe not critical, but I guess a bit controversial. Why they are controversial? Um, mostly because of the actual script. Uh, Everyone's been very complimentary about the production as such and about the acting and the um, the historical background and so on and so on, but um, I guess they find the text itself a bit difficult to deal with, and I think it's mostly because of a difference in sensitivity between the Eastern soul and actual British nation. There seems to be a lot of uh, reserves when it comes to emotions.
2: So do you think they do not really know the history? They cannot understand because they haven't experienced that?
1: I think there's going to be an element of that. Because for them, a lot of um, arguments against Ben, uh, why aren't they fighting for their love more? But they don't understand the context that it's uh, been set in that when this, when Stalin's law is being passed on, what does that actually mean? You cannot fight against it. You cannot even go and ask, can we, is there anything we can do? Because people disappear for any kind of. Um, sign of resistance i guess but i think that it's not only that i think that british nation for centuries and centuries been actually quite a suppressed reserved nation when it comes to showing of feelings and um, eastern sensitivity i think it has a bit more sentimentalism and a little bit more openness when it comes to um, displaying any type of emotion. So I think that maybe that's why uh, it also doesn't lay that neatly uh, with them. Just because um, the language is so poetical and um, the story itself seems like an explosion of emotions and bearing your heart on your sleeve and everything is said till the end and displayed till uh, the very, very end. Whereas in this country, you put on a mask, you deal with it, you keep calm and carry on. And this has been a slogan of of British nation for a very, very long time
2: what would be next?
1: For this company? Mm -hmm. Well, we're having a little bit of of debates about what the future of this production is going to be. Um, So I think that for now the future of this company is going to lay in showing um, unknown Eastern European and Russian plays in the UK that aren't that available or known. And for now it's mostly going to be classics. We'll see if we'll ever touch contemporary texts like even Or maybe at some points, Vigainsev, but we'll see what's gonna happen with that. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. Well, thank you very much. (laughs) Hope you're gonna speak to you soon.